Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores reminding you that birds are hungry and active at this time of year and they have all manners of bird seed. That's where I get my bird seed for my feathered friends. They bring you Garage Logic Podcast number 595, April 8, 2021. 83 degrees was the high on this day in 1931 and as chilly as 9 degrees in 1997. Not a terribly popular day for ice outs. White Bear went out on uh, April 8th in 1934, and Minnetonka went out in 1953, 1986, and 1991. But don't let those dates, don't let those dates influence you. Get a hold of Aquaside right now. Don't wait. Get a jump start on a weed-free beach this summer, whether it's Minnetonka, White Bear, the Brainerd Lakes area. Aquaside has been keeping beachfronts free of weeds for more than 60 years. They have uh, the pellets, which are the top seller. You just fan them out over the weeds. They're local. They're at White Bear. They're easy to order online. They normally ship the same day, and they're a great option to strip dead weeds from the area. Aqua Clear pellets will get the muck out. No permit required, and these products are safe. They're safe for you, the fish, and your family because the EPA and the DNR has signed off on them. Call Aquaside, our buddies at Aquaside. Call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Woof. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Before we get to the Lake Detective, may I tell you how small the world is? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to say, how small is it? How small is it? Yeah, the uh, doctor know. testifying this morning in the Chauvin trial, Dr. Martin Tobin, uh, a pulmonologist, was one of my son's father-in-law's pulmonology professors. Huh. So there you have it. That's how small the world is. He's up here from Chicago uh, doing it on his own dime. And uh, we learned this morning that he was, uh, he was uh, my son's father-in-law pulmonology professor i think i loved it i love those small world notes you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. now are we going to reach the ld whoa yeah lake detective hi lake detective hey good good day joe Good to hear Steve, from you. Steve McComas of Blue Water Science. How much trouble is the country in or Florida in with this phosphate holding pond that could be breached? Well, there might be some human uh, uh, conflicts here. We want to make sure we get the folks out of the way. There's 77 acres of water backed up behind these um, these dirt walls. And if that, if that, that breaches, so to speak, eh, there will be a flow. But what they're doing is they're trying to draw the water down and then pumping it to Tampa Bay. So I think overall they have averted a, a major a major problem. Well, how harmful is that to Tampa Bay, or does it become a uh, does it become a math thing that the ocean is so vast you're not adding that much water? 
Ooh, there, there's going to be some local impacts for sure in Tampa Bay yeah. until it gets diluted. <laughs> what happens is these are holding ponds from a phosphorus uh, fertilizer processing plant. So it's right. high, it is loaded with nutrients, and when that is pumped into Tampa Bay, there will be some um, there will be some reaction. Well, in other words, you look at that and you have to shake your head and say, "What a shame this is." Yeah. Yeah, what could that, have been done? That, what could have been done to prevent it? Better holding ponds, probably better maintenance on those those walls because they didn't see the breach or the the hole in the wall until it was already gushing, and then they had no easy way to fix it. So they've had to pump the uh, water down. There's 480 million gallons there. They pumped out a couple hundred million gallons. That allows that reduces the pressure on that wall, so it saves the wall. Then in the meantime, gives them a little bit more time to fix that, basically holding the dike. You know, the old stick your finger in the in the dike and hold, <laughs> keep it from getting bigger. They need to patch that hole before it gets bigger because, boy, running water will erode, and then you could lose that whole slope and empty the whole thing right into the countryside. So, what, fortunately, what effect what effect could it have on the drinking water in that area? Fortunately, their drinking water is coming from groundwater. And so it probably won't have much impact on drinking water. But in Tampa Bay, those nutrients could generate, you know, um, an algae bloom. In that part of the world, the red tide, which is a toxic algae. Are we going to have turtles with three heads, that kind of deal? (laughs) No, no. There is some concern about radioactivity down there within these ponds, but it's, it's naturally occurring our radioactivity from the phosphate, uh, from the phosphate minerals themselves. Having never been stumped, will you be summoned to this case to act as counsel? <laughs> you know, I think they have it under control now. They uh, have uh, Florida, as you might imagine, because water is a big deal down there. They have a lot of uh, additional lake detectives that are probably working the case down there right now. They couldn't hold your hat. <laughs> <laughs> but the red tide, fortunately, that's a that's a saltwater or marine system uh, algae. We don't have the red tide in our freshwater lakes. So we're but the okay red tide is naturally occurring throughout history, correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It has nothing to do with humans. No. Nope, oh, wait a minute. When we, ad- however, when we add additional, you know, kind of unnaturally high phosphorus and nitrogen into a system, that will make the population grow right. a little bit, uh, you know, just a little bit denser. All right. Hmm. What's your life like? What's summer going to shape up for you uh, as the lake Ooh. detective who's unparalleled? Yes, Kenny, yeah. you may weigh in. <laughs> uh, Good news, bad news, early ice out, so... We're out tracking curly pondweed right now, but because it was so early, we have a little bit more time. We can stretch some of these surveys out a little bit. We have basically to the end of May to treat all our nuisance and heavy growth of that invasive species. Mr. Detective, I have a question for you. Did you see the piece in yesterday's Star Tribune about roadside fences providing hope that turtles can snap back? Yeah, yeah, that's... Keep hope alive. <laughs> Keep hope alive. So landing the landing the sub and others. The, yeah, the sub headline there: traffic encounters uh, kill thousands per year, adding to climate change and habitat <laughs> loss. And I couldn't find anything in the piece about how less turtles 
contribute to climate change. Uh, can you make that link? You know, that's a tough one. I don't even think, you know, I don't even want to try that. I don't think there's a link there. There isn't. Not quite in that situation. It's like saying okay. a dead cat contributes to climate change. I think I can make a link on that one. I like turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, it, was a, it was a fascinating piece, though. I learned a lot about turtles, uh, uh, specifically how long it takes for them to reach full maturity. And when they do reach f- full maturity, they basically don't have anything to worry about as far as predators go, correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's two things out there that will be able to snap up a uh, snapping turtle. That's for sure. In fact, they can. Now, the good news is they're not predators, but these big old snapping turtles that are 30, 40 pounds. They're scavengers, right. so they are, they're, ten, they're tending to stay away from us. But, man, they're... I've, yeah, I've had a few run-ins with uh, some. They're about the size of a garbage can lid. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're absolutely huge. Have you noticed a decline in the turtle population? No, I haven't. Good. But, okay. Uh, I, but, um, no, in the, in especially in the metro area, they're almost protected. Tell you the truth, they've started for the first time in a while... To put some limits on turtle uh, harvesting. There's there's turtle harvesters yeah. out there, and right, been yeah. working working the old turtle market for decades. They're gently yeah. prehistoric, aren't they? <laughs> Boy, they are. You know what? These <coughs> reptiles they're they're about as prehistoric looking as you get. In fact, I'll get a call once or twice a summer with uh, somebody reporting, you know, basically a dragon or a Loch Ness monster sure. in their lake, and it's a big old snapping turtle with that that spiny tail. Have you ever come face to face with one of those eighty pounders underwater? Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, what do you do? Punch it in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, do you, <laughs> you punch it, or do you run like a little girl? What do you do there? He's uh, a Mr. boxing Detective? champion. He duked it out with the turtle. <laughs> no, so I did have a. I had a run in. I had a. I had a smack of crappie a couple years ago. But snapping turtles, <laughs> me and them, we have our. We keep our respectful distance. And okay. I, All right. I'm careful, but. Man, you, you do. Their neck is longer than you think. So yeah. if you hold up a oh. snapping turtle, hold them way back because right. he'll turn around and he'll get you. Yep. Okay. Well, we right. hope to check in with you again, of course, this summer, LD. So have a great summer and keep Minnesota's lakes uh, as free as you possibly can from whatever you keep them free of. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for the inspiration. And I'm on the case. Steve McComas, Blue Water Science in St. Paul. The Lake Detective. Lake Detective. The American Podcast you. World's only Lake Detective is exclusive to Garage Logic and always has been. I got out the highlighter when I saw this piece yesterday on these uh, turtles, thinking, oh my God, no, not global warming, not climate change, no. And then there's no mention in the body <laughs> of the article at all. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. We ha- we have yeah. a turtle in our house, Timmy. I'm thrilled for you. Yeah, Timmy yeah, the Timmy turtle. The turtle. He's, nice. He's he's the pet I relate to most. He just sits there and chills out. Likes to watch baseball. It's pretty yeah. cool. I predict the twins will get their game in today. By the way, three ten start on time. Yeah. Really? According to my phone, there's no rain at three o'clock. Well, you're yeah. only an amateur, though. I am. I'm an amateur meteorologist. One more sports note. Uh, the, the Wild played such a poor second period last night. I didn't mind not watching them play the third, only to discover that they had a fabulous third period. I was going to say, you missed the best. And won the game 8-3. You missed the best part of the game. Right. 
And then finally, of course, my favorite weekend of the year uh, begins is, or is underway right now, the Masters in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, might we take a short wait, time out? Wait, yes. wait. Yeah. If you're going to bring up sports on GL, you're not going to gloss over the biggest sports story in the world today. Which what? is? The purple and the gold. Oh, the hockey player. That explains your sweatshirt there, uh, Mr. Rivers. Hey, hey, hey. What's he got on? His Mankato hockey sweatshirt? Minnesota State Maverick hockey sweatshirt, baby. We're going to dispatch the Huskies today. Three of the four teams. Three of the four teams in the NCAA tournament are Minnesota teams. And I'm I'm rooting for the Bulldogs, but they're basically playing half of UMass's team. Okay. All right, thank you. Breaking it down. I I I need the water break. I really was. I really was. Sorry about that. It's been a long winter for Minnesota businesses. Now it's time to spring forward to Sioux Falls. I'm Dean Diesick with the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Sioux Falls has what your business needs to make a fresh start. Fewer taxes, less business regulation, and higher profits. Along with build-ready sites and available buildings to get you up and running fast. Best of all, companies of all sizes make more money in Sioux Falls. We've got the details on our website at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Now more than ever, Minnesota companies are talking with us about expansion or relocation to the Sioux Falls area. Minnesota business people are excited about our short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence. Make your move to Sioux Falls. You'll find productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, and fewer taxes, not to mention higher profits. Spring is a great time to expand or relocate your business to Sioux Falls. Pay us a visit at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shushere Show. Easy for me to say. The party at the Moon Tower. The party continues in Monticello uh, this year, all year long. Moon Motorsports celebrating 50 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line power sports dealer. And uh, they're also on the web at moonmotorsports.com. And we're, we're one day closer, like Reavers says, one, one day, day closer to the biggest power sports event of the year. It's the Moon Motorsports open house and tent sale. It's God, coming it up May 7th. One. Hold on. What, Jeez, what's going on? God. Oh, we got another design coming out, I guess. <laughs> Just to catch you up, GLers, they're printing <laughs> Barbie, uh, what is it, Joe? Apparel, Barbie. right? Uh, of May, are they going to sew their own Barbie outfits? Oh, that'll be a fun project for this, this afternoon. This is uh, A-line dress back and A-line dress front. Oh, See? oh nice. 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 The, the Moon Motorsports open house and tent sales, oh. May 7th and 8th. That's <laughs> Friday and Saturday. Storewide savings. Everything you need for our rides this summer. If uh, dirt is flowing through your brain, uh, veins like mine is, they just got in a load of. Go ahead, go to your go to your room where you keep your dirt bike helmet. Give that thing a big whiff. Stinks, doesn't it? Oh. Throw that thing away. Swing into Moon for a helmet fitting today. They just got in a whole bunch of new ones. If you're gonna trick your ride out, and I don't care if it's a two wheeler or a four wheeler quad side by side, Moon Motorsports is the place. They've got the best service department in the region. Bikes, quads, side by sides, and sleds. We're talking Yamaha, Honda, Polaris, Can Am, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, KTM, Skidoo. Uh, there's there's a throttle to twist flip or stomp on for every age group 
They're on the south side of 94 up in Cello and on the web at moonmotorsports.com. In what is a patently obvious acknowledgement of the template followed by Mysterian newspapers such as the Star Tribune, uh, Maya Rayo has a front-page story on today's Star Tribune with, with the exception of one paragraph, is a glowing tribute to John Thompson, who was a lunatic. But because it's in the template of Mysteria newspapers to forgive African-American males of all their sins, he is treated like a legitimate guy. He won a legislative seat in St. Paul because nobody knew who they were voting for. He is the guy who went to Hugo and stood in Bob Kroll's yard and threatened to burn down the town and he uh, smashing up a pinata and just behaving in, in, the, in the fashion of a lunatic. But this means nothing when your when you're editorial template, when, you're, uh, when, you're, when your paradigm is to uh, celebrate these people because you believe that that's uh, an acknowledgement of your own virtue, then this clown gets this kind of information. Activist turned lawmaker. Oh, and it's just a long, long piece. He's an incompetent fool. He's mean-spirited. He committed criminal activities, however allegedly, at Kroll's yard, but was not... Was not uh, Is it allegedly? Because it was on video. Yeah, but he didn't get charged. Oh, true, true. He didn't, he didn't get charged. Did they even and, cover that, by the way? Did the Star Tribune ever write a story about that? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Okay. Uh, glossing over it you know and, and he he says he's going to continue to be unapologetic about racism but well, of course what what i'm seeing is him being racist he is and, terribly uh, racist and our guy steve, steve uh, driskowski of mazeppa uh, thinks this omnibus bill uh, that he's trying to push through in itself is racist too uh, and it's fascinating it's going the bill if passed will uh, direct state the state to implement a contract procurement program that emphasizes the use of african owned african excuse me african american owned businesses not just minority owned enterprises so they're throwing money at black owned businesses only 457 million dollars i think what we must cling to is that cooler heads will prevail and this buffoon will be defeated in this measure. He has no structure for it. He has no background for it. He has no uh, history in accounting or business or, or banking or, or anything. He, he is bringing this claim of unfairness and victimhood to the state capitol and to, and to assuage my situation in life. I, I'm a new legislator, and here's my idea. I want the taxpayers of Minnesota to give me and my other uh, black friends $457 million, where there being no format for it, no no roadmap for it, no no laying it out properly. And, and we have to hope that the likes of Dreskowski and other uh, lawmakers, I, would, I doubt if he'll ever be joined by any DFL lawmakers, the DFL, uh, L, uh, DFL lawmakers shamefully look the other way on uh, uh, Thompson's endorsement. They claim that they condemned him, but if they really were going to condemn him, they would have taken him aside and said, this is not the year you should run, not after the performance you got away with in Hugo. It's just stunning. Um you know, Draskowski calls the bill um, racist, and like you said, it is a GOP-controlled Senate, so it, it doesn't have a shot. But boy, it sure, 
It, it sure takes gall, man. And the way the Star Tribune glossed over what happened up at Kroll's house, addressing a neighbor who appeared to back law enforcement, Thompson mm-hmm. unleashed a profanity-laced speech in which he mentions the riots that followed Floyd's death and threatened to burn down Hugo. He singled out some kids. Yes, he and did. And shouted, shouted really, really vulgar, mean things at him. Yes, I he mean, did. it was... It was really vulgar. And then the Star Tribune goes on to say, the DFL publicly condemned his action and Thompson apologized. No, they, no he it, didn't. Wasn't, it wasn't even a slap on the wrist no. and it wasn't a heartfelt apology because he showed up at another uh, rally shortly after that and did the same thing. Well, the left makes black people less than, and this was a case of the left saying, well, we just have to accommodate him. Uh, we can't expect him uh, to adhere to civil society. He's been a victim all his life. What a bunch well, of BS. There's a what lot a better options. BS. There's a lot better options than and this then, guy. And then, no, don't forget, Kenny, then he gets to sell himself as the victim because yes. of the events yes. in Hugo. Oh, and I that's got exact- death threats. We don't know that, Thompson. We don't know that. Yep. And I had to change my phone number. Yeah, uh, and, and the Star Tribune is just, uh, they should be appalled at what they did with this piece. It's just disgusting. Doesn't that usually they'll follow along fall along the playbook though? If if you're caught, you know, doing whatever wrong. We've seen this before. You, you, you go with the death threats route and you're being yeah, a victim. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. this isn't the first time this has happened. No, and if in fact that really did happen, they certainly disappeared quickly. Cuz didn't Omar pull the same thing oh, a while she's back? She pulled the same BS all her life. Yeah. This is pathetic. pretty much every day at this, this point. Is, this is pathetic. This guy's pathetic. I wish he wasn't. In fact, we cut him some slack, if you guys recall. No, uh, I don't. Well, we were being pitched on uh, some audio and video oh, showing yeah. him uh, yep. uh, oh, yep. reacting to a crime scene on the east side. And uh, people were uh, uh, wanting me to understand that Thompson was being recalcitrant and whatnot. And I didn't see that. I, I thought the reporters he was uh, uh, confronting were just as... Uh, uh, recalcitrant as he was. In other words, uh, I didn't see any reason to go on the air with that and rip Thompson in that case because there was nothing there to rip. But uh, this piece is a, an ex- a miserable, miserable example of the horrible, horrible bias that in newspapers, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. This recalcitrant. is pathetic. Recalcitrant. Recalcitrant. You. As Rookie would say, bleep that word. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a just horrible, a, horrible, Kenny. It's horrible. It's another case of an activist getting put into the legislature and then foisting his nonsense and garbage upon us, and the DFL totally backing him up. Yeah. And then when you when you speak up against it and, and say call it what it is, you're called you know, you're, you're called a racist. racist. Yep. You know, well, and the worst part, wor- the worst part is the Star Tribune uh, being the fan club basically for that person, but when there's how many other legislators would they do this for? Right. You know exactly. You know? Only side. only black legislators. Either side. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right. No experience. Well, no background in anything. Uh, he apparently the horse he's riding was based on his friendship with uh, uh, Philando Castile. Philando Castile, and uh, they were buddies in the St. Paul school system or something, and. He's been he's been riding that horse into battle and uh, 
uh, and, and then uh, joined a Black Lives Matter theatrical sideshow that showed up in Hugo. And uh, Boy, that's a good way of putting it. That's it exactly a, what it was. Just pathetic. But politics pathetic. all across the board has become people that have no experience doing anything. I mean, yesterday, John had the story of Caitlyn Jenner throwing her hat in the ring for potentially running for governor. <laughs> because this is who the salon attracts. They're not attracting people who want to make sure that streetlight on the corner of 4th and Main works. They're attracting people who want to tell you why you shouldn't have a light bulb to announce a streetlight. Did this start with Jesse? Or did it start before uh, uh, that? Compared to, many, had, compared to many politicians, Jesse had experience. That's true. Yeah, he was, he the, was mayor. the mayor. He was the mayor. The mayor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And he got some stuff done up there. And it, it, Jesse, you know, say what you will about him. That's the kind of people we're looking for, are, are we not? Yeah. Citizens Straight that, can, that can see both sides of the issue and don't come with an agenda right. other than to shut down that stupid vehicle testing that he did for us. And I, I still thank him <laughs> for that. That was such nonsense. John you know, Thompson has only one agenda. Give me money. That's his agenda. Yeah. yeah. This fraud. Oh, it's just pathetic. And the Star Tribune does not even have the capability to see the irony of their own position. It's basically a reparations bill is what it is. Yes, of course it is. Of course you know, it is. You if you break it all the way down. But, boy, they really point him out. They really prop him up and make him look like a knight in shining armor. It's just sickening. And all the traumatic things he's suffered. And anytime somebody questions him, that person is automatically a racist, whether they're a politician or a police officer or anybody on the street. Anybody that questions him is evil. Remember that poor guy that was running against him that we tried to to help? That might have been the funniest interview in the history of radio. He ended up trying to sell us a bumper. It was a piece of art <laughs> he had it, hanging on the wall. Wasn't it a fender or a... No, John, help me, was it John... Uh, guys, come on. Sturminger. Sturminger. No, I, I'm ripping him. I love the guy. I thought it was great, but he didn't know if he's on foot or horseback. Yeah, he didn't have a shot. Especially like the people on social media who said, Oh, that must be Rook doing a bit. You know, but the thing, God bless John, nobody had a shot against him. Right, at you least know, he did something. At least he tried. That's up right. To the plate, that's you know. right. I said, Where's what about j- signs? Well, we made one. We, we got one in my yard. And, uh, and the marker went dry. And then we and then, lost uh, the magic <laughs> marker, and now we're... Guys, knock it off. And then he had a woman show up, and he said he was robbing, her mail, he, robbing his mailbox, and he chased her down <laughs> no, the street. No. He didn't know what the hell that was. No. Oh, Don't forget man, about his fun. girlfriend. Come on. Guys. Well, he had a girl. He's got a gal in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what? It's not his fault. It's the GOP's fault. We should be bitching at the GOP's no, too. No, we because did. We took they, after them. They did this fellow no favors. And they don't even try when it comes to the metro. Get You're your right. bleep together, well, GOP. Come on, because you talked. Is it Carnahan? Is that her name? Yes. Didn't you we talk to her? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The GOP yeah. has washed its hands of urban America. They just assume they're going to lose. She gave us nothing. Absolutely oh, nothing. Right. See, it's a well, great thanks. time to get got, to. Uh, it's a great time. You got to me get all worked smells. up. I know. Yeah, I now too. you're going to segue. <laughs> right. Oh, there's always a great time to get to Schmel's Countryside, and it's right now because you can get one of the great Volkswagen SUVs, zero percent interest for 72 months. Nobody's told me different, so I'm still telling you that. 
the Atlas, the Tiguan. Through March. Well, that's the tire event is through oh, March. I'm sorry. You're right. Get three tires at Schmel's Countryside and get one free because you need the fourth one. You got to have the fourth one. You got to have the fourth one. Unless you want a tricycle. Unless you want a tricycle. Right. Yeah. And that applies to most makes, models, and sizes. Look, I, I've told you this before. I love the products at Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen. I've been shopping there quite literally most of my life, preceded there by my father's shopping there. This is a multi-generational dealership. It's been on that southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 for more than 60 60 years. One of the first Volkswagen dealers in the country, probably the first one in Minnesota, and just really great service. They're a multi-generational family. They don't own 40 stores. <coughs> Excuse me. Perfect health. Well, my, my test came back negative. There we go. But we're doing a little follow-up today, so maybe I'll find something out. Uh, Schmel's Countryside continues to provide exceptional service I, I really enjoy them. I, I've purchased six vehicles and continue to and uh, will continue to because I love the product. I love what they represent. And I got the great exciting news that one of these days I'm going to be driving that new Volkswagen electric SUV, the ID4. And that'll be the first time I've driven an electric vehicle. We're putting the... Uh, uh, I'm a little under the weather, so we're not doing it this, this weekend. But the minute I'm out of the weather... I'll be driving that thing and giving you full reports on it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. It, it's Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood. Details at SchmelzVW.com. Well, here it is, Positive Thursday already. That means Mr. Mike Schoonover of Schoonover Body Works and Glass on County E and Lexington in Shoreview is on with us, and... Word on the street is that business is picking up. Hi, Mike. Hey, fellas. How are we doing today? Well, we're doing good, and I had a couple small little projects I was thinking about uh, for you guys, but Sushere is telling me that you guys are really busy. What's the real story, Mike? Well, it's it's uh, real busy. Is is uh, we gotta we gotta put an asterisk by that, but we're busier <laughs> than we have been over the past few months, which is a good thing. So. We're, you know, we've been taking it one day at a time and one week at a time, and it's getting better. So I think with uh, everything that's going on and the nice weather coming about, I think people are getting out and about, and I think they're starting to live life again. Do you have enough guys on hand uh, to do my uh, major, major job I've got coming up here? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, yeah, uh, good thing you brought that up because we are, we are looking. So if there's uh, if there's any uh, GLers out there that are uh, know of any – Anyone who wants to get into the trade or into the business, I'd love to talk to them. So, yeah, we're we're looking for uh, adding some folks because I think I think the next uh, couple of months, I think it's going to really explode. So, uh, we're looking okay. forward to that. All right. Well, then I don't feel bad bringing up my topic, which is I've got these tubular running boards on the truck, and one of them is rusted through already. I'd like to replace those. Uh, but before I put them on, I want to put this pickup box liner stuff on them. Is that something you guys can handle? Absolutely. Just uh, just pick out whatever running board you want, have them shipped here, and uh, we'll we'll coat them. And then as soon as they're coated, we can set up a time to have you swing by, and we'll get that monstrosity fixed up and we'll try to make it as look as good as we can, Kenny, but uh, there's no guarantees with your vehicle. <laughs> you know, you've seen it, you know what it's been through. Uh, and I think <laughs> since you're 
since you'll do that, I think I'm also going to buy a new aftermarket grill for the front. A pheasant destroyed my grill, and I haven't gotten around to replacing it yet. So uh, I think I can throw some business your way here in the next month. Is that okay? Uh, absolutely. I'll just make sure I got a large bottle of aspirin for my employees when they do work. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Whether it's glass, service, body work, oil changes, new tires, detailing, you name it, we always recommend Schoonover Body Works and Glass. You guys have been at it for over 80 years up in Shoreview, always rated as one of the best shops in the to- in Metro. GLers, thank you so much for choosing SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. And thank you, Mike. You bet. Have a great day, guys. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. You don't get this expertise on just any podcast. Nope. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I love that. Height and height. Every day... Every day it must be a hoot nanny at the Hyde House. How fun. I envy that relationship you two have. That is yeah. really wonderful. Well, we don't play as much as we should together. But, but Dylan has recently started playing the banjo. That was a banjo that Dylan was playing. Yes, oh, cool. on that one. You get cool. it at Kmart yeah, or Dylan, something you know, like that? Or is it a Dylan, good one? It's, it's a good banjo. Where'd you get that banjo? He doesn't remember. <laughs> Does it's he a have a... Does he have a mandolin? Does he play that too? He does not, but he plays everything really well. I, I'm not bragging. He just—he's a good drummer. He's a good bass player. He's a good guitarist. He's a good keyboard player. Get so. his ass back to L.A. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, Come on, he's trying. He's trying. Jeez, write him a check. Why are you so stingy? Yeah. Write him Come a on. check. <laughs> hey, write him sure. a check. Really quick, I'd like to tell you about our friends from Harmony Spirits, oh, hi. Mr. Hyde. How are you? Very good. Hey, uh, they're doing a really cool event this Saturday. They are hosting a tw- the 2021 Virtual Swing into Spring. It's a free online concert featuring vocalist Bruce Henry. You can tune in to a link provided by the Harmony Spirits Foundation website, and they're going to be streaming the, con- streaming the concert Excuse me, uh, in the tasting room starting at 7 p.m. I think that's really cool. Nice. So yeah. stop in at the tasting cool. room. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend again down in Harmony, Minnesota. If you're unfamiliar, GLers, handcrafted spirits made right here in our own backyard down in Harmony, Minnesota. Uh, you can see all of their upcoming events at their website, which is harmonyspirits.net. Also, don't forget to sign up for that monthly newsletter. And what they do is they randomly select one subscriber. It's a completely free blog that they issue every month, and they select one person that's going to receive a free bottle of Harmony Spirits. They have a very active Twitter account as well, but please continue to go into your local liquor store and continue to ask for the Harmony brand by name. And if you stop it at the tasting room, let the fellas know you heard about them right here <laughs> on the Garage Logic Podcast. Thanks, Kenny. Perfect hill. And that it wasn't wow. even me. No. Wow. Oh, sorry about that, Chris. That's okay. <laughs> How are you, Joe? Oh, it's Johnny Hyde, I'm sure. That's oh, okay. Hi there. 
Yeah. Thank you very much, Joe. This uh, update is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. A medical expert testified in the Derek Chauvin murder trial this morning that George Floyd died from a lack of oxygen late last spring as the now-fired Minneapolis police officer knelt on Floyd's neck. Dr. Martin Tobin, a Chicago doctor who has specialized in respiratory and critical care medicine for decades, said Floyd died from a low level of oxygen that caused damage to his brain that we see. It also caused a pulseless electrical activity and arrhythmia that caused his heart to stop. Tobin, who was based at Heinz VA Hospital in Chicago and Loyola University School of Medicine, added the cause of the low level of oxygen, shallow breathing, small breaths that weren't able to carry the air through his lungs down to the essential areas of the lungs that get oxygen into the blood and get rid of carbon dioxide. Tobin listed the factors leading to Floyd being unable to take in oxygen. Among them, he's turned prone on the street, that he has handcuffs in place combined with the street, and that he has a knee on his neck and he has a knee in his back and side. I went to 38th in Chicago yesterday afternoon. You did? Mm -hmm. I did, uh, hoping to be inspired to write a column here with the trial going on and whatnot. And uh, for a moment, it was actually possible to experience some peace there. Uh, it's not crowded at all. Uh, commerce, uh, you once in a while heard the backup beeping of a truck unloading food at cups. And there's joggers going through and cyclists going through and uh, uh, not not too many other observations than that, except it was, uh, it was not crawling with malignant idleness. It was a fairly peaceful moment there in the afternoon yesterday. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. A self-proclaimed boogaloo boy from St. Cloud has been charged with illegal possession of a machine gun, according to acting Minnesota U.S. Attorney W. Anders Folk. 27-year-old Michael Dolliger was charged on Wednesday with illegal possession of the machine gun. He was taken into custody on Wednesday morning. According to the allegations in the criminal complaint in November 2020, the FBI initiated an investigation into Dolliger, a self-proclaimed member of the Boogaloo Boys. In November 2020, the FBI learned through a confidential source that he was discussing his willingness to kill members of law enforcement. The FBI also learned that Dolliger was in possession of a 3D-printed drop-in auto-seer and a homemade firearm suppressor. An auto-seer is a part designed and intended for use in converting a semi-automatic weapon to shoot automatically by a single pull of the trigger, and it's known as a machine gun under federal law. According to court records, while meeting at the source uh, with the source and others at his residence, Dolliger showed the source several tactical items, including body armor, an AR-15-style assault rifle with a folding stock, and an item Dolliger claimed was a suppressor. According to allegations in the complaint, Dolliger was approached about obtaining an auto-seer. He told the source he had several and was willing to provide one to the source. He also showed the source a video depicting him shooting what appeared to be the same rifle equipped with the same suppressor. He also had apparently, uh, he said anyway, uh, put spots in his house where he could put guns in case law enforcement were ever on to him. And he said wow. he was ready to attack the Capitol. You see, now, now every gun owner is going to be painted as bad. This guy was a criminal before mm-hmm. he even showed up on the scene. This yes. guy was a criminal and a felon and mm-hmm. shouldn't be allowed to own firearms, period. The system failed. He should right. have been stopped before he went there. And it's the same case with the, the guy out in Colorado. The system failed. He never should have been allowed to get as far as he did. So, the, oh, Kenny, help me understand the 3D, the 3D part. So it, 
Did he? I didn't make... know you could. I didn't know you could three D print a uh, kit to convert them into fully auto. And I don't even know what that takes to to make that conversion. I am not familiar with lowers that okay. that well. Because holy cow, if that's the case, then we are in a world of trouble, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Well, not from not from guys like me, Chris. No, I know not that. From, <laughs> right. Not from legal gun owners. You're not right. from us, and we're the ones that Biden is going after. About which we'll have more on future shows. Yeah, we're uh, working on booking Rob Dorr, so mm-hmm. hopefully, because I, I just, to be honest, I feel uncomfortable representing the gun-owning public. Well, we'll go, to, we'll go to the top then. Good, thank you. A Rochester woman arrested Thursday morning in connection with what are called criminal acts at the U.S. Capitol in January. That according to the FBI's Minneapolis branch. According to the FBI Minneapolis, 39-year-old Victoria C. White arrested by special agents on charges relating to the storming of the Capitol. Any additional uh, information has not yet been released on those charges. In fact, I already have Rob Doerr's contact information. Can I just say one more thing? Fully auto, I can't imagine how much ammo I would go through with a fully auto gun. I wouldn't even put it on fully auto. It's bad enough having a semi-automatic rifle with uh, ammunition prices being what they are right now. You can't find it, and when you do find it, it's very expensive. And that's what guys like me are thinking. That's what's going through our heads. We don't even go out to the ranges anymore because it's too expensive. So the Chris Rock uh, joke came to life. That was Chris Rock's yeah. idea. You got to charge more for bullets. Charge $5,000 for a bullet. <laughs> you shoot a guy, you got to go get the bullet out. Right. <laughs> An Illinois man who live-streamed his riot trip to Minneapolis last summer. A lot of riot stories this morning, including filming part of his role in burning down a Sprint store in Minneapolis, pleaded guilty yesterday in Minneapolis U.S. District Court to one count of aiding and abetting arson. Matthew Rupert of Galesburg, (laughs) Illinois, was the first person to be charged with federal crimes for taking part in the looting and arson that took place after the death of George Floyd. He originally was charged with counts of civil disorder and riot as well, but the U.S. Attorney's Office dropped all but the arson charge as part of a plea agreement. Rupert faces a mandatory minimum sentence of five years in prison, and prosecutors are asking Judge Nancy Brazel for seven years and six months to nine years and six months. He could also be fined up to a quarter of a million dollars and ordered to pay restitution. Uh, sentencing has not yet been scheduled. What an idiot uh, that he would film it and put it up. What a dummy. We live-streamed the whole thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, well, Chris, a lot of people You're who right. did the exact same thing right. at the U.S. Capitol. Right. A divided St. Paul City Council voted Wednesday re- uh, to reject the developer's efforts to build a 288-unit apartment complex on a long, vacant lot near the Green Line along University Avenue. Minneapolis-based Alatus appealed an earlier decision by the city's planning commission, which said the project site plan was not in keeping with city's goals for affordable housing. Awesome. Uh, Chris, do you have the uh, Channel 5 oh. uh, audio that we will play it after Johnny's News if you have it available to us? Yes. Uh, so there's been a great kerfuffle along 7th Street, which is particularly exacerbated now that the Wild are attracting fans again. It's something Tom Reed contacted me about a month ago. Uh, there's just been some real, real criminal problems along 7th Street, and St. Paul is in great danger of uh, 
uh, really wounding its its so-called entertainment area there. And apparently Channel 5 uh, got a hold of uh, the mayor, and I'm, I'm going to be anxious to hear about it. We'll do that after Johnny's news. Got it. So you've already received your COVID-19 vaccination, and you're wondering, are some COVID-19 vaccines more effective than others? Yes. <clears throat> It's hard to tell since they were directly compared in studies, but experts say the vaccines are alike on what matters most. They all prevent hospitalizations and deaths, even if you come in contact with COVID-19. Dr. Monica Gandhi of the University of California, San Francisco, citing a study result for five vaccines used around the world, said, luckily, all these vaccines look like they're protecting us from any severe disease. The real-world evidence as millions of people get the vaccines show they're all working very well. The two-day, uh, two-dose vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna found to be about 95% effective at preventing illness. Studies for those shots counted a COVID-19 case, whether it was mild, moderate, or severe. Uh, then Johnson & Johnson tested their single-dose vaccine. Uh, didn't count mild illnesses. It's a little less uh, preventive, 66% protective, but there's less spread of variants with Johnson & Johnson, and you don't get as sick, apparently. Hmm. Around the world, hospitalizations are dropping in countries where vaccines have been rolling out, including Israel, England, and Scotland. The U.S. government's first look at real-world data among essential workers provided further evidence that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are highly protective, 90% against infections, whether there were symptoms or not. But, John, isn't it true that even if you get sick after taking which is a rare occurrence, if you get sick after taking the vaccines, mm -hmm. you, your illness will not rise to the level of hospitalization. Is that how I understand it? That's correct. All right. Exactly. All right. Yeah, All right. exactly. I think he actually said that. Did, didn't I know. I'm just, I just I'm, I'm reinforcing it. Did I tell you, Hoopleheads, uh, that I've got my first shot scheduled for next Monday? Yes, I'm, I'm thrilled I'm for you. I'm very excited. Moderna. That's what I right. had. Good. And now look at you. So great. I'm a shadow Wonderful. of my former self. <laughs> Wonderful. Wearing paper towels on your head. Great. Kentucky, moving the opposite way of a lot of states on the subject of voting rights. Kentucky Democratic Governor Andy Bashir signed a bipartisan-supported bill into law that expanded voting access by codifying election recount procedures, online absentee ballot portals, and early voting procedures, an exception to GOP efforts nationwide to overhaul state election rules in the wake of the 2020 election. The bill passed easily in both the chambers of the Kentucky House. Both are controlled by Republicans. It passed 91 to three in the house and 33 to three in the state senate among its provisions are the official approval for voting centers an online portal for absentee ballot registration and three days of early voting it'll also require drop boxes creates official recount procedures allows for tax dollars to advocate for or against ballot questions and mandates all voting machines to generate a paper trail for votes cast Animal advocate Jack Hanna introduced to most of America through some really fun appearances on David oh, Letterman's show. Oh, we didn't lose Jack, did we? N not yet. Not but yet. He has, oh. He's been diagnosed with dementia, oh. his family said in a statement. The statement said Hanna's dementia, now believed to be Alzheimer's, has progressed quickly over the past few months to the point where he's no longer able to take part in such a public life. The statement from his family said, well, dad's health has deteriorated quickly. We can assure you that his great sense of humor continues to shine through. And yes, he still wears his khakis at home. 
Hannah is a former zookeeper who once was the director of the Columbus Zoo. 74 years old right now, he's engaged with millions through television programs such as Animal Adventures, Into the Wild, Wild Countdown, and of course his appearances on the David Letterman Show. Who was the gal Carson had on from the San Diego Joan Zoo? Joan Embry. Joan Embry. That's right. Those were fun episodes, too. Yeah, they were. I was partial to the original Jack Hanna, uh, Jim Fowler. Can Jim you tell Fowler, me? yeah. Can you tell me the, where he came from, Jim Fowler? Sure. He was on Marlon Perkins' Wild, Wild Kingdom. Kingdom. Right, jumping out of helicopters on the back of lions and all sorts of crazy stuff. That was stunts. in the Height household when I was growing up, right after a football game was on. That was yep. must-see watching. Yeah, yeah. we'd, yeah. we'd segue f- from yeah. that into Lawrence Welk. Good evening, everybody. And the living room smelled like cigarette smoke, and the couches had a little (laughs) touch of sequins in them. Yep, yep, and tears. That's That's too bad to hear about Jack. It is. 74 is pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe the Democratic Party will make him the next presidential candidate since he has dementia. Could. Chris, you really got to quit. Oh. I, I had to, it, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just because Biden Chris. said "Merry Christmas" Sunday doesn't mean that right. there's any. I mean, there's nothing wrong. He's right. yeah, he's fine. Oh, God, oh. you guys are awful. Wow, that was good. Thank you. You know, if if you, uh, never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead, John. <laughs> no, I was going to say go on YouTube and, and and put down Trump and that you'll get the no. same kind of comments. No, yeah, I'm not, not going to do that. Five years after Prince's death. The artist's estate is releasing songs from his previously unreleased album, Welcome to, that's the number, of course, America. Right. The new music will debut Sunday night on 60 Minutes. Prince wrote and recorded the album before embarking on his 2010 Welcome to America tour, but he didn't perform songs from it, and he never said why. His longtime keyboardist, Morris Hayes, was interviewed by 60 Minutes and said, I remember asking him about it, and he said, well, we'll just have to revisit that one down the line, because he was already on to the next project. I can't believe it's been five years already. You know what? You know what? People like Prince and other really powerful big celebrities need they need a crew like Sushere has because no matter how respected Sushere might be outside of the walls and the halls of the boathouse yeah. inside the walls and the halls of the boathouse mm-hmm. we kick him and beat him and flog him and yeah. yell at him every single day and he can't get away with bleep and He's, it keeps me in want? line doesn't it you're on some regiment of what? What are you on now? Ibuprofen or Tylenol? And we're, I'm on you about that. That's yeah. too much. That's what Prince needed. Sorry. Yeah. What do you mean that's too much? I'm not supposed to take Advil? Well, God, enough already. What are you taking? Eight a day? That's nope, enough. Four a day. I take two in the morning and two later in the day. Aren't you constipated? That makes nope. me constipated. Jeez, I don't really want to go makes into you it, Kenny. Constipated? <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm not sorry to you, Such. I'm sorry to the GLers. You can't believe how many people are trying to sell me on the idea that this is a result of me suffering from allergies. I've had doctors tell me this is not anything to do with allergies. No, you wouldn't be in this much discomfort if it was just allergies. No. Hope this ain't uh, no variant. So, Kenny, what you're saying is Prince was surrounded by nothing but yes men. Is that your point? Don't you think? A little sure. bit. Because... Yeah, there was and Elvis. There's nobody there to tell him, "Hey, pal." But the problem, you're you're not all that. The, I mean, come on, man. The problem is, I know two people that worked with him at Paisley, and he, if you didn't, if you weren't a yes man, you were just you were out of the club. You were gone. 
You know, so yeah, none of them want to say that's goodbye not, to them. That's, that's not helpful. That's, that's, that's no. not helpful. That's how I, I, truth be told, that's how I do it. I'd fire yeah. you idiots in a second. <laughs> uh, back to the Prince story. How about this for a job? There's a team of archivists, their full-time job, listen to all the music that is there that was never released. Oh, and wow. propose, Yeah, oh. and propose new releases. Oh, uh, the estate has kept pace with Prince, putting out about an album a year since his death. A mix of re-releases and newly minted gems. Welcome to America would be the Just latest. The stuff he did that was off the books, jamming. Like, he was pals with Miles Davis. Uh, you know, and all those other artists that he just jammed with. That'd be so cool. He had a guy, I believe, uh, forever, that his job was to just, 24 hours a day, he was on YouTube looking for print stuff. And if he found it, it was deleted imme- immediately. Yeah, that's, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. 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 One of the few copies of the comic book that introduced Superman to the world has sold for a supersized record-setting price. Issue number one of Action Comics went for $3.25 million in a private sale. Uh, ComicConnect.com, an online auction and consignment company, sold it. It narrowly bested the previous record for the comic, set in 2014. The comic published in 1938, uh, according to uh, Comics Connect COO Vincent Zerzolo, is the beginning of the superhero genre. Uh, Zerzolo said that while there were hundreds of thousands of copies initially published, there's only about 100 in existence today in varying conditions. This one was in mint condition. He said there's no comic book that you could value higher in terms of a comic book than Action Comics, number one. In California, one of the most common complaints about homeless camps is trash that gets left behind. Well, the city of Elk Grove has developed a unique way to get the homeless to clean up after themselves. They pay the homeless to keep oh, their camps clean. I hmm. knew it. You're kidding me. City of Elk Grove Housing and Public Service Manager Sarah Bontrager said, as far as I know, <laughs> we're the first. Homeless residents of Elk Grove can now cash in by bagging up trash, helping eliminate the eyesore that encampments often create. Bontrager said, we need to reduce the amount of public complaints we're getting. We'd go there and it would just be a massive mess and we'd have to spend hours cleaning and cleaning. Now we go there and they have the bags ready, said Elk Grove Police Department Homeless Outreach Officer Jennifer McHugh. The city now pays people about $20 with gift cards each time they tidy up the tents. Ashley Ross is homeless. She said, I was shocked in all honesty that they do this. Just because I'm homeless doesn't mean I don't care. Uh, The price tag of this project... Well, according to Bontrager, the cost of running the program for over a year has been under $10,000 when we might have run through that in one month previously just doing the regular cleanups ourselves. McHugh said, what we've discovered with our incentive program is that we're actually building relationships. Uh, uh, They're excited, she said, when we come every other Wednesday for the junk and rubbish cleanup. The CARES Act and U.S. U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development are paying for the program. Broadband use surged 30 to 40 percent during the COVID-19 pandemic in the United States and even reached 60 percent in some areas, an industry group says. Though the Internet shouldered the load without much problem, experts say you might want to consider upgrading your own network equipment to avoid issues. 
The broadband use increase began as people started working from home in March 2020 when authorities began issuing orders to stay home to slow the COVID-19 spread. The change also meant many more people were relying on internet connections for entertainment like streaming video and social activity like video conference weddings. John, is there any chance of bringing Dylan back down and you guys play that song for us in an expanded version that you were bumping in with? Uh, That would beat the hell out of some guy choking on a taco or whatever you got coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So you turned that into a shot at me. I did. I did. That was No, but it was so great. It was so great. We'd love to hear. I bet listeners would love to hear more of that. I'll even give you a little space here, John, if you want to kill your mic and go get them, because I want to talk about uh, the only, only, there's only one bad thing about being hundreds of miles from the state's tallest buildings, and that being I'm out of range for pro turf. But if you do live in the general metro area, oh, you're so lucky. There's no better way to have a beautiful lawn all season long, spring to late fall, than clicking on professionalturf.com. I guarantee you that my former yard in South Minneapolis is already greening up. And I actually know that for a fact because uh, I drove by the old homestead when I was in town on Tuesday. The rest of the GL crew, they're all signed up and ready for unofficial neighborly contest of who has the best lawn on the block. You click that link, professionalturf.com, you're going to be able to schedule a free in-person estimate. They walk your yard, they size it up, tell you what you're going to need, and then if you so choose, you sign up for a season of treatment. It's both liquid and granular fertilizers. It's thrown down by a full-time year-round employee with years of service under their belts. Employees, they actually, in my case, they knew my lawn better than I did. Best thing I ever did. Best thing the gang has ever done for their lawns. Uh, and same deal with the Pro Turf Landscape guys. They built a patio in my yard that actually helped sell the joint. Landscaping, sprinkler service, and the best lawn on the block. It's all available from professionalturf.com. Was that enough time? I Johnny think so. I was going to add something too, Kenny. Uh, I timed mine perfectly because they were out while we were gone, and it's been raining all week. So they they timed my service perfectly at Pro Turf. Jo- Joe, did you get a hold of them and say yes? <sighs> no. Uh, I'll call them back and say I'm yes. I'm going to call them today. There we say, go. Uh, John, you don't have to kick it in right now. Let's take a break, and you come back, and we just want to hear that before we hear that KSTP news piece. How's that? Cool. Hey, it's Reavers here once again for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. And Josh has a very simple question for you, and it's, do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, no what you own and make sure you tune into garage logic every tuesday and thursday for mr money talks report you're going to hear it from himself that's right josh joins us every tuesday and thursday in garage logic trust is often overused and it's even harder to find please you can take it from me that you can trust josh give him a call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608 that's 952-925-5608 investment advisor services offered by josh arnold investment consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. 
Everyone has gone mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and they have their 16 for you. Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage. At the best price, by the way, the difference is that the Canopy Group has options. They continue to use their 16 different companies to match with you, the company providing the best coverage at the best price. They do this year in and year out. They just moved me and saved me a bundle. I am a believer. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. Sure bet is the Canopy Group saving you on an average 810 on your home. That's $810 on your home and auto insurance. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Thecanopygroup.com. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. is playing favorites with Dylan because Dylan's wearing a hat in the house and Joe hasn't said yeah. a thing. I would if I had noticed it. I, I don't see it. Let me yeah, tell you got, something. He's got a stocking cap on. Oh. I want to tell you a little story here. Uh, oh, and thanks, Dill. Thank you very much. And they say thank you, you, you too, John. You too, John. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, I want to tell you a story about a man named Rich. He's the GLer that owns Maple Grove Lock and Safe, the seller of the greatest safe ever made right here in America, Liberty Safe. So this guy, he's a, a lot like a, a lot of us GLers. He uh, walks into Maple Grove Lock and Safe knowing exactly what he wants, the biggest and best Liberty Safe available. Rich says, yep, I got one. I can send it home with you, but first, let's chill a second here and talk about what it's going to be for and where it's going. Uh, turns out the customer went home with a safe not quite as enormous and nowhere near as expensive, and that's what you get 
from our guy Rich. At Liberty Safe, obviously the best one made, but Rich is fitting and filling all of your customer needs, not just turning a buck. Uh, you're going to actually see him on your website when you go over to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Uh, he's right there on the opening page. Uh, and nothing keeps your, your items safe in the event of fire better than a Liberty Safe. And Rich is the guy that talks us through us. You can go get these things anywhere, but you got to know what you're getting and that's why rich is our guy he's going to help you with the whole pro uh, pr the whole process uh, from commercial safes to residential it doesn't matter even lock and key services rich is the guy the website again maple grove lock and safe click over to it and say hi to our guide rich we have been advised to listen to this uh chris uh was it Zipco who told us about this? Yeah, Zipco sent us to us last night. Is it a Jay Cole's piece? No, I, I it was uh, Joe Mazin. Is it Mazin or Mazon? I always forget how Mason. to pronounce his last name. Mason. Yep. And this is what, about some trouble on West 7th Street in St. Paul? Yes. Let's hear this. All right, here we go. 7th Street say they're upset over what they say is a growing concern. The group says violence and drug use on the street has increased since a homeless day shelter moved into the neighborhood. Joe Mazin has a look. Well, the, the man that tried to pee in our foyer stepped here at this office and peed right in front of the door here. Along West 7th, Kathy Gossinger took us on a dirty we'll a and disgusting cleaning. tour. Uh, here we go. Right here, we've got a syringe. From needles to shell casings to crack pipes, she's seen it all. Toilet paper, you know, uh, feces. Ugh, it's just, it's gross. Kathy is the general manager at Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub. We're hearing people, neighbors saying that they're they're fed up, they're they're tired of it. Before sitting down to do our interview, we saw this man lying down on the sidewalk, right out the front door. Every day, every day, this is something that we deal with daily. Crime in the neighborhood started here, she says, when the Freedom House Day Shelter opened down the block. You know what? It rattles your bones. It's scary. It's really scary. Kathy tells us businesses and neighbors' complaints to the city about the shelter have gone unheard. It's a set of challenges that we are continue to be very concerned with. So uh, we reached we out to St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter. He told us they're aware of the concerns and says the city is seeing a homeless crisis that they're trying to help. We are uh, both uh, asking them for patience uh, and uh, <laughs> working to communicate with them uh, while we work through a set of uh, remediations, I would say, uh, alongside our law enforcement partners, Homeless Outreach and Freedom House staff as well. Oh we gosh. are in the process of expanding our street team ambassadors so that we have people in the neighborhood helping to clean up trash, uh, helping to point some of those out-of-town visitors uh, in the direction of the Excel Center and the direction of Tom Reed's or the river or wherever else they want to go, and to help just provide some more kind of eyes-on-the-street security. Back on the streets, we spoke to Daryl, who uses the shelter. It's a blessing to come in to get a clean, wash yourself, some clothes, a bite to eat. There's nothing more important than survival at the end of the day. These folks who really do need help, and they do need shelter, but they need full-time shelter, not just 8 to 8. In the meantime, Kathy tells us she's taking new safety precautions by hiring extra security and giving all her employees mace. And I've never been fearful, ever, of walking these streets. And now it's dangerous. We reached out to Freedom House for this story, but didn't hear back. St. Paul police say crime is up in this neighborhood, and they've already added extra patrols. Live on West 7th, Joe Mason, 5 Eyewitness News. 
Well, that's a shame now that we're finally allowing fans back into the XL Energy Center. The mayor's uh, answer was strikingly similar to uh, who's the fruitcake? Philippe Cunningham. And, it was a strikingly similar to Philippe Cunningham. In other words, he didn't have an answer, well, which certain- I'm surprised. Carter is Carter's smarter than Philippe Cunningham. Carter is glib and... Uh, uh, speaks well, and I'm surprised that he was flummoxed by this. He had no way to really. What is the street it. team he's referring to? He keeps thinking that they're going to have uh, teams of ambassadors wandering around the streets to keep the trouble down. Who is he kidding? So we're, they've got to find a place you. for him. Where, where are they going to put him? They got to. They've got to find a place for him. Right. I think an abandoned fire station has been converted to this homeless shelter. No one is here to condemn the homeless people. And not all the homeless people are probably doing the acting up. Uh, but How enough it, so that a guy owns a bar on 7th Street, he's struggling now. How come it was, or maybe it was a problem when Dorothy Day Center was open, because that's, what, two blocks away. Right. Right? On the other yeah. side of the XL. Yeah. Uh, and there were a lot of homeless everywhere around there. That was one of those areas in downtown. Roll up the windows, lock the doors, don't look at anybody. Because uh, they come up to your car and but give you the what for. I know we're preaching to the choir, and this is about the nine millionth time we've said this. It's not a homeless problem. This is a drug problem. Mm-hmm. These people need help. They need treatment. And there are facilities available, but these are people that don't want to be helped. They want to continue to use. That's the well, problem. Aren't there rules such as those involved in these eight to eight um, homeless centers? Yes. Don't you have? I thought you did. And I know if you go into a church, um, seek shelter there, you have to be uh, at least sober, right? Yes. And not carrying. Or when holding. do the Wild play at home next? Uh, Monday night, St. Louis at home. Monday night. And. Uh, it's it's been a problem. Tom Reed is about the most even-tempered guy I've met in professional athletes, a- athletics. Oh, without he, a doubt. He's not he's not a he's not a bad guy by any stretch of the imagination. Except get, for when a ref makes a bad call, then he right. tends to lose it a little bit. <laughs> but to get Reed fired up, you've you've crossed some lines. Yep. You've crossed some lines. I mean, he's I trying have, to put uh, food on his family. I may have behaved poorly in Tom Reed's presence uh, in the. Uh, Would you like to tell us about that, Ken? Late '80s, and uh, I think Tom handled it, uh, from what I remember, uh, rather well. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, Tom. God, I uh, love that story. Sorry, I did that to you and Bob. Sorry. Unfortunately, I don't. Re- I don't know that story, do I? Well, uh, I was sleeping on the floor of the press box between periods. Oh, sure. He <laughs> was the production assistant. Was it? Was that Gopher Hockey or North Stars? It was UMD up in uh, Duluth. <laughs> My, my first and last road trip. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. How did we end up with Kenny is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Tom and Bob were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background, like, is Kenny still sleeping? The band's playing. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marleth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman, a.k.a. Wanda Gag. Uh, on this day in 1911, Melvin Calvin is born. Not Melvin Carter. Melvin Calvin. Melvin Calvin is born in St. Paul. He's a biochemist. Calvin would discover the details of the photo of the photosynthesis process, for which he would be awarded a Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1961. Do that again, Kenny. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> 1953. 
responding to the first ever sit-down strike at the Minnesota State Prison in Stillwater, Warden Carl Jackson meets the prisoners' demands for nourishing sanitary food by firing the chef. During the strike, which began on April 7th, the lockdown prisoners littered the corridors with trash and broken number of windows. But it all worked out because we got uh, we got rid of the uh, we got rid of that uh, the chef yep. fired the chef. It's a, it's a tough gig. What do you think that chef would make on a daily basis? You know how how prisoners would love to be treated? What's that? Grundhoffers. There you go. Huh? Yeah. I don't think they deserve it. I'm just saying they'd love it. It was a sad day in the Reavers household last night. Cooked the final meatloaf. Really? That means another warning is about to be a watch. Yep. It means I'm going to have to. I have issued a watch because I'm now completely out of Grundhoffers meatloaf. So I'm gonna have to replenish the stock here at some. Wait, we got a big Uh-oh. hockey game tonight too. Hmm. You've got more sports coming up than you can shake a stick at. You've got high school basketball. You've got college hockey. You've got the Masters. You've got the Twins, and you've got grilling with Grunhofer's brats, burgers, steaks, meatloafs, uh, ham, bacon. Uh, One hundred and ten different flavors of brats from Grunhofer's old fashioned right. meats. Make it a Masters weekend, standing around by that grill and your outside television. You never mm-hmm. mentioned the smoked salmon. You smoked eat it salmon. right in your truck in the parking lot. Right I there. Know you do. <laughs> the jerky and the seasoning. It's just become the GLer's favorite meter team at location. It's right at the north end of Hugo and Highway 61, and we love it. And we will continue to. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. Is that going to do it? Thank you, GL. I was a little confused where we were heading. Hey, before we hit the theme, or did you hit it already? No, go ahead, ahead, Whatever whatever you got. I just wanted to tell you, because, you know, you kind of, you know, you kind of rushed me off the news there, you know? Yeah, I did. You have have a taco story. I, no, I, but I have a story. I'm just going to read the first paragraph, and you'll be sorry that you made me rush. Well, if it's a good story, you'll read the whole thing. Well, unaware that he was being recorded by a nursery camera, a Michigan home inspector, pleasured himself with an Elmo doll, according to police. So there. You'll miss that whole story. Can you uh, Duluth (laughs) double foghorn that, please? (laughs) (laughs) Elmo, huh? Elmo. What does a nursery have to do with it? It, It's a a nursery camera in the house where where the child is. And he was a home inspector, came to do it, and he he saw Elmo sitting there. And Elmo did it for him, huh? Wow. Apparently... What have I been telling you for the last month? We're surrounded by insanity. Mm-hmm. It's either that or an outbreak of the Samer theory. Uh, the guy obviously not our age, though, right? Because, uh, you know, Elmo, that, well, that ain't going to do it for me. 59, so pretty close. 59 mm-hmm. years old. 59-year-old guy going with Elmo. All right, that's He's great. I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we had you and Dylan instead. I, had, uh, <laughs> I actually caught audio of that story. I want the boobies! <laughs> Wow. Okay, thank you, GLers. I don't even want to go down that road. That's wow. so bad. Oh. Hey, I'm sure they're going to appreciate this, but you can join other successful Minnesota companies that have chose to expand or relocate to Sioux Falls to have, grow have their chose? business. That have chosen. Have chose? Chosen. Chosen. What God, I'm surrounded by hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> Mama chose baseball for me. Chosen baseball for me. Let's uh, let's do a take two on that, shall we? Okay. Yes. Sure. Hey, uh, join other successful businesses, Minnesota companies that have chosen to. Ex- oh my God, I did it again. What is wrong Choose. with me? No, that's correct. I did you, it. You right. were correct. I did it right. Okay. Uh, to grow their business, reduce taxes, red tape. <laughs> 
and high costs. I'm so sorry. Just go online to SiouxFallsDevelopment.com, please. Hurry up. I want to go fishing down to the creek. Thank you, Ricky. We'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs> I want to go fishing down to the creek. Yeah. <laughs> Take it, go fishing. Bunch of rubes. <laughs> It's that time once again here in Garage Logic where we check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. GLers, do yourself a favor and get in touch with Mr. Money Talk today once again for that free 48 minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. And you can do so by calling 952 925 5608. When you call that number, you're going to get Josh. You're also going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us right now. And Josh, it's Master's Day today along with Twins Open day but i know you have big news in the world of golf the golf news is is always so much fun you know unless it's lightning out the golfers will go out and, and are going to like the twins have some spectators we're going to see what the betting odds are shareholders in some of my favorite companies pen pen national mgm mirage Caesars and DraftKings will be able to participate. Noted senior golfer Phil Mickelson, age 50, who has not finished in the top 15 for several years, still will provide a lot of thrills on the course, definitely provide a little bit of promotion for the new line of Callaway golf clubs could help give Callaway stock, market symbol ELY, a little bit of a boost. I am definitely looking forward to Masters. You've got some superstars that will be able to bomb the ball on that lengthened almost 7,500 yard court. In terms of perspectives, my home course is uh, Oak Ridge Country Club. From my tees, plays about 6,400 yards. That's Two par fives more than I normally would play. So that's a long, you've got to have a long poke up the drive. And I can see why some of the past master or master's champions who are always invited to play at the play at Augusta uh, don't want to play at almost 7,500 yards. The Fed in their minutes said they are a long way from raising short-term interest rates. That definitely gave, gave the market a little bit of a, a boost yesterday. Today, and even a little bit of a boost today. They expect it'll be some time before it starts their tightening process as they're going to continue their bond buying and keep short-term interest rates low until they see inflation substantially above 2% for several quarters, employment back below, excuse me, unemployment back below 3.5%. So that could take a while. Meantime, uh, the long 10-year treasury has firmed up a little bit and that has helped technology companies right now. Next week, we start the parade of earnings that there are going to be numerous companies that are going to be a little bit cautious on their earnings guidance going forward due to the potential of a corporate tax hike and how that might affect their bottom line. Just something to, to pay attention to. I still maintain focus that I've had, my clients, of investing in internet-related companies, leisure-related businesses, China-related businesses, real assets such as real estate, doing short-term trading, plus keeping a substantial amount of cash on the sidelines to take advantage of any of the inevitable pullbacks that we're going to have over the course of the balance of this year. More sound advice from the man himself. GLers, do yourself a favor. 
favor and get in touch with Mr. Money Talk today for that straight talk, never sugar-coated advice from the man himself. And once again, call that number for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks very much, Chris. You have a good week. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.